0: allowed to cook eggs at home because blissey would get upset <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you'd yeah, have, oh. have to go out to get his egg fixed oh that's just put some horrible thoughts into my brain oh, don't.
2: let's not get into the anatomy of the pokemon diet
1: <laughs> no but we but we could start like a, there could be a side quest about someone who's blissey poaching for their eggs <laughs> oh, that's, oh. that's dark stay tuned because one day that one might well. that might actually happen that's a great idea. Right. Well, let's crack on. Crack on. Um, oh no! Ooh, that oh, wasn't intentional, bad. was it? <laughs> poor, poor taste there. Okay. So the four of you get back on the like back on the main bit of the path, and you start making your way towards Satara Town. It's only about lunchtime, so it's still quite early on in the day, and you get to the end of the route and you open up seeing Sataria Town in front of you. So Sataria Town is a small town with only a few houses and a Pokemon centre and Pokemart. It's usually really busy as it lies midway on the quickest route from Sokoa City to Greenwood Town. But the streets are unusually quiet apart from the sound of two small children crying from one of the houses. (laughs) The townsfolk are busy keeping to themselves, tending to their gardens and letting their children play with their Pokemon. To the north of the city is Route 4, the fastest way to get to Sokoa City. To the west is Route 2 and the Greenwood Forest, a deep forest filled with life and the only direct route to Greenwood Town. So where do you want to go? What did you say it was to the north? Uh, north is Sokoa City. Okay.
0: Well, definitely want to go to the Pokemon Center.
1: Okay. So the Pokemon Center is clearly visible from the entrance to the town. It's probably the tallest building in the, si- in the, in the small town. And there's a large P above it. So as you get to the Pokemon Center, you walk inside. Immediately, you walk into a large room with uh, tile flooring and white walls. There is a seating area by the entrance with sofas and a TV, which is showing highlights of the Sinnoh League tournament. There are stairs heading upstairs to an area where you can sleep and like get food and stuff if you wanted to stay overnight and rest your Pokemon that way. And then at the far end of the room is a counter with a pretty middle-aged woman. Careful now. Well, middle-aged. She's a pretty woman in her late 20s wearing a nurse's outfit and bright pink hair. This is Chuck's mother, Nurse Joy. Late 20s? Uh, yep, late 20s. She had you young. Oh, hi, dear. You made it. And with your new Pokemon, who's your new friend? She is very excited to see you.
2: Felix feels very uncomfortable uh, and but feels like he should say hello as this is an older person. So he says... Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Felix.
0: Two new friends. This is Boomer and uh, this is Shinx, and he lets out the Shinx. Oh, and this is
1: Felix. Oh my God, they're so cute! Just look at your little Shinx. And then she looks up and sees Felix. She's like, Oh, hi! You've made a friend. I'm Chuck's mum, Nurse Joy.
2: Uh, Felix just kind of doesn't even get any words out. He just kind of goes, uh. uh <laughs> And then just sort of leaves it at that. <laughs> Chuck's
0: also, he's like scratching the back of his head. He's like a, a bit bashful, a bit embarrassed. Not usually, but his mum is embarrassing.
1: So Nurse Joy sees Felix doing this and going and in the face and notices that she might be being a bit overbearing. So she turns to Felix <laughs> and she says, well, it's nice to meet you, Felix. I hope I hope Chuck's not caused you too much trouble. Me? Trouble? Mm, I doubt it." Nurse Joy immediately turns to the Shinx and the Charmander, inspects them a little bit closer than she did, and then turns straight to Chuck. What have you done to these (laughs) Pokémon? Just a little trainer battle. A little trainer battle? Are you telling me you weren't carrying any potions? Uh, I kind of had to borrow one, and I—oh shit! I didn't even tell you. Uh, Language, young man.
0: Yeah, but we had to fight uh, Team Darkness or whatever they were team, called.
1: Team... Did you hear? Did you hear about Darkness? Professor Acer? Professor Acer? Oh, you mean the fire at the lab? You were involved? Well, we didn't start it. This is why I didn't want you to leave the house. <gasps> like, your immediate reaction is to go, we didn't start it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. Well, what happened? It was
0: um, Team Shadow or Nightmare or whatever they were called. They... they Came busting into the lab when we we're just picking up our Pokemon.
1: You notice that the Chansey behind your mum is just looking at the floor and shaking its head. I think at this point, like
0: Chuck just reels off the whole story.
1: Okay, so you tell your mum the whole story, and she, she starts off looking really angry that you've been involved in stuff, but I think as you tell it, she notices that you weren't doing that much wrong mean, you handled it. And at the end of the day, you're still alive and you're here. (laughs) She's like, well, I'm not going to pretend that I'm happy that you've been getting into all this mischief, especially with team nightmare. You need to be careful. You know what happened to the professor. And from what I've heard, professor Oak is missing as well. She's chastising you.
2: (laughs) Felix feels a little bit awkward as he's not great around people in general um, and also the fact that this is a sort of like a mother-son argument. He definitely <laughs> takes a few steps back and gets Weasel out of his ball as well to kind of see what's uh, how he's doing. While
1: Joy is uh, talking rather harshly to Chuck, who by the sounds of him not saying much is... Uh Well, getting an earful. getting an earful. He's not enjoying this. Chansey comes around from behind the counter and walks up to Felix. He's holding a tray with six sort of like domes in them. She looks up at you as though, do you want me to heal your Pokemon? (laughs) Joy notices this and turns around and she's like, (laughs) oh, Chansey, you're so good. Okay, fine. Just give me your Pokemon in the Pokeballs. I'll heal them up so they're ready for battle again and uh, you can, guys can just chill here if you want or I don't know go to the Pokemon check out the town there's not really a lot going on
0: I think at that point Chuck's barely lets up like a really loud growl and sort of says oh, I'm gonna head upstairs get some to eat. okay
1: so Chuck's going upstairs Felix what do you want to do
2: Felix recalls both of his Pokemon and hands them over to the see for them to be healed and I think yeah I think because like you say it's, it's about lunchtime um, and this bit of a walk is taking its toll, uh, he'll go up and get some food as well.
1: Okay, so you both go upstairs and you see two main sort of rooms that take your notice. One is a room that has a load of bunk beds in it, so it's obviously for travellers who are coming through the town to stay overnight. The other is like a small canteen where you get some food and sit and eat uh, and chat. 20 minutes later, there's like a little uh, noise over a tannoy and your names are called and they are letting you know that your Pokémon are ready for collection.
2: Cool.
0: Chuck has still like got, ma- he's got a massive plate of food, an absolutely huge plate of food, is just demolishing his way through it. He doesn't actually see that the, name, the names are called.
2: Felix, <laughs> uh, as soon as he hears that his Pokémon are ready to collect, kind of gets up and, and leaves the table. And and sort of says to Chuck, there
1: are ours, come on, let's go and get them. <laughs> you walk down the stairs and uh, Chuck's mum is stood behind the counter once more with the tray with four Pokeballs in it and she has them in front of her on the counter. Chansey is looking very pleased with herself to her side. Cool. Felix takes his Pokeballs and thanks to Chansey
2: and Nurse Joy.
0: Thanks, Mum. Have you got anything else that would be useful for me? Any potions kicking around?
1: Um, She smiles at you uh, and from under the counter pulls out two potions, gives one to each of you, and she says, Don't tell anybody uh, that I'm giving you these, but uh, there you go, dear. Look after yourself. Be careful. Don't get into too many fights and stay away from Team Nightmare.
0: Yeah, Chuck doesn't say anything to that point.
2: Felix is very taken aback by uh, receiving a potion from uh, a motherly figure as it's the nicest a older woman has ever been to him.
1: Oh, that's cute. Okay, so uh, you've got your potion. But where do you want to go?
0: Let's check out the po- Pokemon.
2: Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's
1: go over there. Okay, so you walk through the town. Um, the sounds of crying children have died down by this point, And you just hear like the laughter of children as they're playing in their gardens with their parents' Pokemon. You get to the poke Basically, the Poke-Mart is like a small corner shop. You walk in and you just see shelves full of like loads of different items. Uh, you're greeted by a young man behind the counter who's wearing an apron and uh, there's a picture of him and an older man who looks just like him on the wall behind the counter. Hi, guys. Uh, can I help you today? Yeah, what do you got? Oh, hey, Felix, I
0: owe you a potion as well. Let me get that for you.
1: Oh, potion? Oh, yeah, I've got plenty of potions. Uh, so we've got potions. They're 200 Pokey Dollars. We've got Pokeballs. We've got antidotes. We've got Paralyze Heels, and we've got Awakenings.
0: Yeah, Chuck says the hundred that I gave you from the uh, the fight. Let's get a potion with that and one of my hundreds.
1: One potion, okay. That'll be two hundred Poké
0: dollars. The Chuck holds out his hand to Felix for the for the hundred.
2: Felix, yeah, it doesn't say anything. He just hands over the, the the money, but in his head he was like, well, "Why don't you just keep this in the
1: first place?" <laughs> but yeah, he just hands over the money. Okay, so the guy behind the counter takes the two hundred Poké dollars and hands you a potion. Is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I might as well get a, a couple more of those
0: myself. Uh, so two more potions, please.
1: Okily Oakley, doggily, that'll be 400 Poké Dollars.
0: Hands it over. And he gives you the two potions. Ooh. Sweet. That'll do me for now.
2: Yeah, nothing nothing else for Felix. He just kind of, as this transaction is going on, just kind of mills about looking at the stuff on the shelves, but decides
1: against getting anything. Okay. So you leave the Pokémart. You've got a choice. You can either go to route, uh, the start of Route 4, go back to Route 1, and uh, keep battling some lower-level Pokemon, try and train yourself up. Or you can go to Route 2 towards the forest. God, I put so much effort into Route 1, and you got fucked in the first fight. <laughs> <laughs> what else was there? There's loads on that route. What was there? Oh.
2: Felix remembers what Cherry said about the Gym League challenge. Felix suggests maybe we go back to Route 1, do a bit more battling, and then in yep. the evening we can go back to the Pokemon Center to see your mum, heal up again, maybe you know stay there for the night and then get some more info.
0: We need to look for uh, Looker and Officer Jenny as well and try and get some info on that side.
2: Oh, yeah, but they were they in this same town? I can't remember.
0: So there's a Jenny here. Good point. We don't know about Looker. Yeah, I like the idea of going to, going to Route 1 I want to give Shinks a little
1: while. Yeah. Okay. So you make your way back through the town and you head back onto Route One. This time you're at the north of Route One. There are still grass and trees on either side of the path, as there have been the entire time. So grass or trees. Also, Felix at this point will rickle Pratchett to
2: his ball uh, and just say, "Ah, oh, you've had a you've had a good workout today. Take a uh, take some time to rest up, and then yeah, sends out Weasel, who he is not named yet."
0: Yeah, Chuck does the same and sends out the chains.
1: Cool. So where do you want to go? Let's
0: check out the trees.
1: Okay. You walk over to a large tree and uh, one of you give me a perception check. Or an investigation check, it doesn't really matter which one.
0: I did a perception, I got 17.
1: Okay, with a 17, you see two apom hanging from low branches they spot you immediately and pull weird faces at you. <laughs> like, sticking their tongue out, opening their eyes really wide. They look like they're uh, ready to cause some mischief.
2: Apom, a normal Pokémon.
0: It lives high among the treetops. It can use its tail as freely and cleverly as its hands.
2: Weasel instantly takes a dislike to these two Apom and sort of folds his arms, turns his back on them. <laughs> okay.
0: Shink starts growling, so intimidates me
1: right one of the apoms jumps down onto your shoulder and gets right in your <laughs> face and just licks your face chuck, well my face chuck's face yeah on, on chuck's shoulder yeah
0: chuck is just like kind of giggling but kind of like trying to get it off it says just come try and get it off use a tackle
1: okay let's roll initiative <laughs> Okay, so, cool, what'd you get? Seven. Nineteen. Okay, Felix, you're up first.
2: Uh, okay, so, seeing this first apom jump onto uh, Ch- Chuck's shoulder and him kind of trying to get it get it off and seeing the other apom still in the tree pulling faces and Buizel just kind of not really taking too much notice of what's going on, he says, come on, buddy, let's uh, let's give these guys a hand. Let loose with a sonic boom.
0: You aiming at me? I hope you don't miss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because we've got a tackle and a Sonic Boom coming at me. Swell, a Sonic Boom, the description is you unleash a deafening sound that harms Pokemon in a 20 foot circle centered on you. Okay. Pokemon in range must make a con save against your move DC, taking 20 flat damage on a fail.
1: 20? Yeah. So all Pokemon, all three of the Pokemon are going to have to do the con save.
2: Yeah, so you've, you've got, got to beat a that. Beat, beat thirteen. Two A and Shinx have got to beat a uh, B thirteen.
1: Okay, so Chuck, what did you roll? Uh, I just rolled a seven. <laughs>
2: it's a con, so add any add at your con modifier. Your Pokemon's con modifier. Yeah, my con's minus <laughs> one, so I
1: rolled an eight.
0: Can I use oh, intimidate? Yeah. Can, can, can Shinx use intimidate on Weasel,
1: please? <laughs> so, A Pom won. Gets a thirteen, and Apon two smashes it, and gets and gets a twenty, dirty twenty.
0: So it's just me. That's awesome.
1: So the two Apon save then. Uh, the two Apon save.
0: Uh, so Shinx takes twenty HP. Is that right? Takes
1: twenty damage.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess with still some. Intrinsic hatred for this uh, Shinx that was about to battle <laughs> before um, we intervened doesn't really take into account the fact that this, uh, this Shinx is <laughs> in its way and just lets out a sonic boom trying to hit anything that's in its path. Alrighty,
0: Shinx, obviously, with its, like, massive ears, ridiculously acute sense of hearing, just is wincing. It's absolutely wincing like its head's about to explode.
1: Okay, so... Oh dear. I can't believe you hit. You only hit the Shinks. So, first up is Apom 2. The the second Apom is the one in the trees. And it is going to see the Buizel. And notice that it just tried to attack its fellow Apom. And it is going to use Astonish. Ooh. So, 16 plus 5, 21. Yeah, that hits so you startle an opponent with a loud shout doing 1d6 plus move ghosts so uh, that's 8 9 damage in total 9 yeah alright Weasel takes it on the gin Weasel also flinches brilliant so on your next attack roll you're going to take disadvantage fantastic what does an astonish look like I guess it's just a it's a loud shout So this Apom just cries at the Buizel and Buizel just sort of not knowing what it's been affected by just takes sort of like, I'm going to say like psyche damage (laughs) and just is rooted to the spot. So next up is the Apom on Chris's shoulder and it notices that although the uh, Shinx was about to attack it before it got hit, it recognised that it's a threat and it is going to use Scratch on Shinx.
0: So I did intimidate it before we engage, so you get a disadvantage on your attack roll.
1: Okay, so it's going to use a Scratch attack. So first one is a 19, second one is uh, 11. So 11.
0: 11 is level with Night AC. Does that hit? Yeah, that hits. All right. Okay, you're gonna not me. <laughs> oh, no.
1: So this apom is gonna do <laughs> do eight damage. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So Shinx is still like in agony from this sonic boom, and just like eyes are shut, doesn't know what's going on, and then I guess the apom just finishes it off before Chuck has the chance to get
1: to it. All I'm saying is your mum is gonna be
2: pissed <laughs> oh dear
1: okay so Shinx is out yeah <laughs> Chuck is it back Is your go now is it my turn okay great Chuck is furious
0: with Felix and he's like what the fuck did you just do do not do that again Charmander come out
1: uh, okay and you said Boomer releasing it from his Pokeball <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that scratched this A-bomb but the A-bomb is just dancing around poking its tongue out uh, and misses spectacularly <laughs> with a six I assume
1: uh, yeah that does not hit right next up Felix and Boizel <laughs> are you going to do another Sonic boom
2: oh I really want to uh, <laughs> You sure it's 13 to save it's crazy yeah so, that's not particularly high
0: not been my friend today.
2: Felix sees how distraught Chuck is, and he's in a bit of a frenzy with with what everything's gone on. But basically, this Buizel has knocked out the shinx, <laughs> who is actually looking a little bit proud of himself right now. I guess, yeah. Felix take takes a beat. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not in his nature. Um, so Felix kind of assesses the situation a little bit and goes, "Okay, buddy, you've." Uh, You've had a good show in. Let's give you a bit of a rest. So I'll I'll use my action to recall Boizel and uh, send out Pratchett. Okay.
1: Okay. So the second Aipom is going to stand there. It's noticed that its original Pokemon isn't there anymore and a new one's out. And it's just going to start pulling faces at your Turtwig. It's not sure whether it wants to attack or not uh, because it's just a playful little Aipom. Next up, though, the second APOM has already been attacked, even if it missed. So it senses danger, uh, and it is going to use Astonish on Boomer. So, okay, that is a sixty. Will you just miss for once? (laughs) And it's gonna do. Guess
0: like twenty damage.
1: (laughs) Five damage.
0: Okay, we can live with that. He's pretty spooked.
1: Uh, and then you're up.
0: Okay. Chuck is still really pissed off about the fact that the Buizel <laughs> took out Shinx, but we'll deal with that later. For now, uh, we'll we'll go for an ember on Apom that was crawling all over me.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Sick. <laughs> very, very bad, man.
0: It's just, yeah, it just puffs a little puff. That's about it. Okay. That's all that happens. <laughs> just
1: puffs a little puff. Felix, you're up. Okay, so... So there's one that's in the tree still that's pulling faces at Pratchett, right? It's on the ground after it uh, had a little attack, but it's sort of just bouncing on its um, on its tail hand and pulling faces, yeah.
2: Okay, so Pratchett is definitely pulling faces back at this at this Apom, trying to out-sass it. It gives it a bit of a... A bit of a wiggle, seeing that Pratchett is focused in on this one apom. I shout for him to release a razor leaf. Okay, so thirteen. Uh, yep,
1: yeah, that will miss. Ah, oh, you bastard! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this apom dances around the leaves, twisting and turning and dodging them all. And when the attack stops, it sticks its tongue out and just blows a massive raspberry. And then it leaps forwards for a tackle attack. Oh, you just crit. That's a natural 20. <laughs> cool. It's going to do nine damage. Please. Good job you boys bought them potions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shame
0: they weren't selling any revives.
1: The other apom. Uh, it's looking at Charmander very like inquisitively, and it is going to use Astonish again. 19. Yep. And it's going to do three damage. Okay.
0: Not as spooked as last time.
1: Because it got a 15 uh, on the roll, Charmander is going to flinch, and it gets disadvantage on its attack. Flinch. Whose idea was it to go for these fucking eight bombs? Definitely Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely mine. Right, Chuck, you and Boomer are up. Okay, where are the apes right now? So one of them is, like, right, like, five foot away from the Charmander, and the other one is on the floor by the base of the tree.
0: Chuck isn't in a great mood. He just shouts, just use ember. He's not really directing where this is going. Charmander's confused by this, and it ends up aiming it towards the one at the base of the tree, slash the tree.
1: Okay. Uh, so you're going to roll disadvantage.
0: Nineteen and uh, eleven.
1: Okay, so it won't hit, uh, but you will hit the tree. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um,
0: may or may not have been what I was intending.
1: I'm going to roll. Okay, so the, the tree starts sort of like smoldering. It's definitely it's gone black at the base where the apom was before it jumped out of the way and you can just see that it's it's starting to smoke a little bit. Okay. Next up, back to Felix. Uh, you are stood underneath what could soon be a burning tree.
2: Okay. I don't really have anything I can do here for this tree. Let um, it burn. Oh, I don't know. Um, mm, yeah, because Felix is quite one with nature and is quite to not burn down fucking <laughs> a row of trees.
1: I haven't really got anything I can do for this.
0: Well, as long as I don't hit it again it sounds like it might be okay.
1: It, yeah, it's just it's just smoking. It's not on fire yet. Okay. Uh, okay, so Felix
2: notices obviously that the tree is smouldering but it's not quite ablaze yet so he's just kind of keeping a, a close eye on it but isn't immediately worried but as Pratchett is kind of underneath the tree nearby where that apom was. Um, I'm going to tell it to launch into a tackle on the apom. An 18. That'll hit. Good, finally. Uh, so that's six damage to the apom.
1: Okay, the apom just shrugs it off and pulls another funny face at Pratchett. It barely felt it, it's just bouncing on its back tail and it's even laughing a little bit to itself. It's gonna respond by using a. It's gonna use a, It's gonna to leap towards you and it's gonna use a scratch attack. Okay. Oh fuck! That is a eight. That does not hit. All the luck. So it sort of leaps towards you and takes a swipe, but just misses completely, and uh, it falls on its face in the dirt. But springs back up, ready for action. Scratch
2: it immediately pulls a face at that eight.
1: The second APOM, which is next to uh, Chuck, is going to use a scratch attack on Boomer. Okay. That's dirty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's gonna do oh <laughs> fucking it's gonna do eight damage. Eight damage.
0: Eight. Alright. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Chuck is just thinking thinking of his mum's words in his head saying a healthy Pokemon is a happy Pokemon. <laughs>
1: and says yeah I, I'm gonna get out of here he wants to run away okay so you have to make you've got to make a group decision to run yeah maybe we shouldn't have done this fight these apom were a bit pumped <laughs> yeah just did 6 damage to one and you went to be fair it's only got like 33 HP
2: if you got the sonic booms off and not hit
0: shins
1: yeah it'd have been- it
2: might have been okay
1: so basically in a uh, battle if you want to run away from a wild pokemon uh, you've got to make a group dex check yeah because there's only two of you if one of you succeeds the dex check you can run away from the battle so it's a it's a dex against the ability score of the wild pokemon involved in the combat
0: okay what do you want to do jack
2: i would agree to the runaway but i want to do one thing before we do what did you want to do, Jack? Did you want to try and catch? No, it? no. I wanted to try and stop the tree from setting a light to more trees. Oh,
0: the tree's not. The tree is just like smoking.
1: Yeah, it's just smoking. It's no. It's not actually. Yeah, but uh,
0: will the tree set a light?
1: Um, not if it doesn't get hit
2: by another ramper. Okay. Right. Okay. If it's not gonna get, get set on fire properly, then okay, I, I can leave it. I was gonna. Yeah, Pratchett to do a Razor Leaf on the tree to try and chop it in half to stop it from catching the rest of the tree.
1: Well, if you fail the dex save, then you can. I'm going to roll odds or evens, and that'll be for either a 1 or a 2 to see who you're going up against. Okay. 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 So, uh, you've got to roll a d20. 15 for me. 30-20. 20 Okay. Yeah, you pass. So you uh, successfully out, finally just tail end it away from these apom. Hi, hey, coty here i hope you're enjoying the episode so far and sorry for the interruption i just want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners we hope you're enjoying our attempt to at pokemon d and we really appreciate all the support also if you haven't already please subscribe and leave us a review especially if you're listening on apple podcast it really does make a big difference and helps us climb up the recommended lists don't forget to follow us on social media you can find us at at M-D-A-D-5-E on Twitter and Facebook. Follow, like, share and retweet and help us spread the podcast. Anyway, that's enough from me. Enjoy the rest of the episode.
0: Good. So yeah, they hightail it. (laughs) Chuck just says to Felix, what the fuck was that back there?
2: (laughs) Felix is not used to confrontation and goes, what, when you tried to set the forest on fire? (laughs) No, when you knocked my shinks out.
1: Uh. Uh. Wasn't really my fault. Mm. So, because you were in the fight, I'm going to give each Pokémon who took part in the fight 200 XP each. Oof. You would have got a lot more if you'd have defeated them.
0: Oof, Shinx levels up. Does that include Shinx, even though he fainted?
1: Uh, yep, that can include Shinx. Wait, so everyone gets level up? So Shinx and all both level up to level two. Beautiful.
0: Cool. So at level 2, Shinx learns Leer, Charge, and
1: Baby Doll Eyes. Weasel learns Water Sport and Quick Attack.
0: Can we quickly just do HP? Or do I roll 2d6 to add to that HP now?
1: No, you just roll 1d6. 1.
0: Not going well for Shinx, is it today?
1: (laughs) And 1d6. 4. Okay, so obviously you're a bit battered. What you can do is you can take a short rest. That means you can heal up like sort of your Pokemon you get. So next, do the hit dice. Uh, it tells you how many dice you've got left to use. Yeah. Uh, you can use that, so 2d6, and you can gain that much health. Ah, that's what that's for. Okay. Uh, so you can take take a short rest and do that for all your Pokemon.
2: Yeah, okay. cool. Yeah, let's do that. Take a short rest then.
0: Uh, i got a 5 and a 6 for Charmander, so that is 11.
1: The boomer's on 19.
0: Uh, we're going to do the same for... Sh- Can I do that? Yeah, if- I'll allow it for they're Shinx. Painted? All right. 3 and a 2, 5 HP. Uh, but I'm also going to use a potion on Shinx yep. and heal up. So
1: that's... Uh, was it 2d4 plus 2? Plus 2. Plus two. two. One. Uh, another 5. So
0: Shinx is on. Uh, and another po I'll use another potion. Okay. So currently 10. For that potion. Four. Four. Ten. Nice. Back up to 28. Okay. That'll do. It. No hit dice left. We get those back on a lot, uh, long rest, right?
2: You get them on a lot yeah. on a long rest. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, so I'm going to uh, just use one hit dice on Turtwig. He's doing yep. okay. Um, so that's four. So that takes him up to 19. And for Weasel... Roll one for for Buizle as well, which is a three, okay. so that takes me up to twenty-one. So during this short rest, can I get Buizel out? Um, and I will bond. Yeah, just kind of like try and try and bond with it a bit. Try and uh, figure out a name for this Boizel. Uh, yep, yeah, sure. Uh,
1: Chuck, do you want to do anything either?
0: Yeah, Chuck's going to pull Shinx
2: out and just check
0: he's okay and says, yeah, that really caught us off guard there, didn't it? We'll make sure that doesn't happen again.
1: So as you get your Pokemon out and you start playing with them, you are going to get one point of inspiration. You're also going to get 10 additional temporary hit points on that Pokemon. So your point of inspiration, basically, at any point you use it and you can re-roll a roll of your choice. Sweet. Cool. Cool,
2: so I get this weasel out, just trying you know, get to get to know him a little bit better, try and offer him some food. He's still being a bit grumpy, but trying to slowly sort of win him round. And because he's always kind of standing up quite straight and with his arms folded, um, sort of looking away until he's trying to kind of get his attention. Um, he looks quite regal. So I think after a bit of play, I turn around and I go, I'm gonna call you Duke.
0: Like Mama Duke.
2: Last name, Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that, Sonic Boom, definitely. Duke Boomum.
0: Uh, I've got a nickname, by the way, for Shinx.
1: Okay, so you've got a nickname for your Shinx. What are you going to call your Shinx?
0: Yeah, because Chuck is a little bit secretly nerdy. He's uh, and obviously into his science and research, and stuff. he's going to call him Cobalt. Cobalt, okay. But like, spelt like Bolt. It's a blue electric.
1: So C-O-B-O-L-T. Yeah. Hey, Cobalt.
0: Or Kobe for sure. If he feels like it.
1: Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Oh. Okay. But
0: we are going to check if he is blue.
1: Oh, you want to check now? Okay. Okay. So for people who are listening, you're supposed to uh, roll a D100 before uh, the battles, and if you you and the player match, the DM and the player match up, then there's a chance that that could be shiny. Uh, obviously, a D100 is. I don't think you're going to get many shiny <laughs> Pokemon, but that's a good thing. So let me just grab my D10. Okay, let's go for it.
0: Yeah. So
1: I rolled like an 80 and a
0: zero. So 80. you rolled
1: uh, an 80. Uh, 80, yeah. And I rolled a 29, so not, not shiny. <laughs> so it's not shiny. <laughs> All right, Cobalt sticks. And let's do it for Duke then, the weezer. All right, yeah, why not? Uh, I got 38. I got an 83, so not shiny either. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, the wrong way around. Close. The wrong way around, but... Okay, so after running away from the a and having a short rest and a little play, uh, your Pokemon are back up to quite a bit of health with some temporary hit points added into the mix. So what do you want to do? You're still on route one. You can go back to the trees or you can go back into the long grass.
0: Felix can decide this
1: one.
2: I think let's go into the long grass this time after knowing what happened with those APOM and still being a bit peeved. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll head towards the long grass.
1: Okay, Uh, let's do an investigation check then, Felix on the long grass. Roll me a d20. Uh,
2: That's
1: a dirty 20 for me. Oh. Okay, I'm secretly very happy about this. Mm. (laughs) So, you're both strolling through the long grass looking for any Pokemon you can find uh, when you notice that there's a massive rock just in the middle of one of the grassy fields. You sneak up to the rock. Give me a stealth check. Uh, Either of you. 14.
0: Yeah 14 for me as well.
1: Okay, yeah, that'll do. So you you you're hiding behind the rock and you peek out, and behind the rock you hear another commotion. A bit like before, but this time you see a Ryolu and a Baneri digging into the ground behind the rock. Okay. Okay. Riolu, a fighting Pokemon. It's exceedingly energetic, with enough stamina to keep running all through the night. Taking it for walks can be a Challenging experience. Baneri, a normal Pokemon. Its arms and legs are weak, but when it rolls its ears up tight and then unleashes them with full force, it can smash boulders to dust. So, I'll give you advantage on um, any rolls you want to make now. So if you want to go into initiative straight away, I'll give you advantage on that because they don't know you're there.
0: Right. Well, Shinx has Intimidate, so he could disadvantage, the Rioli.
2: Felix doesn't necessarily jump to any action to start with. He just kind of is watching these two uh, Pokemon kind of just go about their business and see what they're doing.
1: So they are both digging a hole in the ground. They're not fighting each other. They're just, they're both digging. They're both digging. Okay. Yeah. They've obviously seen something and they're trying to get it out of the ground. Can I Me, do, like, yeah, I was going
2: to say, can do an investigate check to see what if they're digging up something mm. in particular. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Sweet. I've got plus three. So that takes it to a 19 in total. Not one.
1: Okay, so Chris, you see fuck all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't even notice that they're digging. You just... Great. <laughs> right. uh, but yeah. Jack, you see something. Uh, it's it's dirty. Uh, it's uh, small and spherical. Uh, with a little red hint on one of the sides. Although you did roll a dirty 20, so I'm just going to say, you see a Pokeball. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) Okay, so
2: seeing this, Felix is instantly curious about whether this is just a Pokeball that he can use, or if it's actually, you know, maybe has a Pokemon in it. says to Chuck just to stand back and... um, Keep to keep Shinx out of the way as he sends Duke into battle. Right.
0: I was gonna try and get Shinx to join in at Dick, but
1: Right, okay. Oh uh... I don't think you want to if I know where Jack's going with this one. Uh, yeah, but I'll let you yeah. that one out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get ready
2: to um, to send Duke the Buizel out into uh, into battle.
1: Okay. I'll give you advantage on your initiative roll. If Chuck does want to stand back, I'm just going to put him in automatic last. He doesn't. He doesn't stand back. Okay, (laughs) fine. So you both get advantage on your roll. Okay. 17 for me then.
0: Let's do 19.
1: Okay, (laughs) so...
0: What will happen? will happen? Chuck's up first okay so Felix says to Chuck to stand back but Chuck's probably bumbling forward <laughs> <laughs> so how does intimidate work again once per short rest you impose disadvantage on an enemy attack roll of your choice
1: yeah so if um, one of them attacks you and it gets like a 20 you can roll disadvantage and has to roll again all right okay fine seeing what they, have, they haven't actually seen us yet no they are blissfully unaware that you're there
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Chuck tells um Shinx to use charge. Okay. To so, like get ready, use charge.
1: Okay, so electricity surges through Shinx's body, it starts charging itself up for its next attack. Until your next turn, you can boost your AC by two, and on your next turn you can double your stab, but at the moment you don't have any stabs, so you just go to the any, AC yeah. bonus. Yeah, okay. cool. Okay. Felix, you're up next.
2: Okay, so how far away are the Raiolu and the Buniri? They're
1: they're they're pretty bloody close. They're literally the other side of the rock. So I swear to God,
0: if you do another song,
1: I'm going to say like like five to ten feet. It's a pretty big rock. Okay, and how close is um... exactly that? Like even
2: even closer. <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, well... Can you move? Yeah. So, can you like get do, me out? Of- yeah. What I'll do is then I will get Duke to leap over the two, the Bunnery and the um, the Ryolu. So I'm 15 feet away, the opposite side. So that should put Cobalt more than 20 feet away from me. Uh, yeah, sweet. So I'll do that. I'll tell Duke to to leap over there and let out a sonic boom.
1: Oakley, doakley.
2: So, the Raiolu and the Buneary have got to make a con save. Uh, yep. What
1: well, have they got to beat? Got to beat 13. Okay, so the Buneary passes, but the Raiolu got a 2 and fails it miserably.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: so, Raiolu instantly takes 20 damage, right? Uh, yeah, just takes flat 20 damage. Okay, so tell me what this Sonic Boom looks like.
2: Okay, yeah, so... I instruct Duke to leap over this rock from out from behind this rock to the other side of these two digging Pokemon. And as he lands, uh, he slams his tails down into the floor and it lets out a sonic boom all around him. I guess the the Bunari must be just deeper in the ground so it doesn't feel it as much, and uh, but the Ryolu takes the full force of it.
1: So Bunari's still sort of digging and doesn't hear Buizel sort of jump over the rock. Whereas Ryolu sort of... It notices something and it sort of pops its head up. And as you release the sonic boom, it just gets caught straight up. And it goes smashing backwards into the rock. Then Benari sort of pops its head out of the hole. Like, where's Ryolu just gone? <laughs> uh, and, and is looking very confused. Next up is the Ryolu. He is battered. That hit him hard. Like, he is... <laughs> Not looking healthy at all. <laughs> he is going to use faint attack
2: on Duke. Okay, so he's about twenty feet away from me here. So I'm assuming if that's a melee, it'll be.
1: Yeah, so he'll see Duke and he'll start sort of like running towards him, and okay. he'll use uh, faint attack. But like you said, he was quite a way away, so he's got disadvantage on this. So he rolls. Oof. Okay, Uh, that was a six, so he's not going to hit because he's got a disadvantage if it gets any worse than that. (laughs) So he goes for a faint attack and it just doesn't get anywhere. He's so knackered and beaten that he doesn't even get close to Duke at all. And he just sort of stops in front of Duke, just panting. Baneri finally clued on to what's going on after she sees the buizel is going to use a pound attack aimed at Buizel. So she starts running at Buizel, and she's going to, obviously with disadvantage, she's going to use a pound attack. Uh, That is an 18 plus 5. Well, that one will hit. But with disadvantage, she rolls uh, 7 plus 5, 13. 12, sorry, 12. Well, yeah, my AC is 12, so that does hit. Okay, so she hits with the pound attack she's going to do four damage to duke so she runs up and just jumps up in the air and then just with both feet just plants them into duke's chest like ufc wwe kind of just absolutely plants one on him and just pounds (laughs) him in the chest and then bounces back and just lands on one foot and spins around Almost like a kung fu rabbit. Okay. And next up is Chuck.
0: Remembering the sonic boom from before, and how Felix kind of screwed him over in the previous Avon fight, he's not he's not too happy about that. But he's also thinking about Rio Lu's cool abilities in terms of the auras that he's heard about. He's heard about uh, Lucario being you know, able to do that. It's, it's often come up in the kind of the research things that he's come up and come across. So he he, t- he does turn to Felix and says, "Mind if I help you out and take this one out of the equation?"
2: The uh, Felix um, says, yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, he's going for it. He's going to let him try and catch a Raioli.
0: So he pulls the Pokeball out from his belt and says, thanks. Fingers crossed. We'll see that as all square. Oh, I don't think it's going to do it. Nine.
1: So the Pokeball flies through the air. Felix runs and kicks it out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Ryolu is still on one knee and panting and the Pokeball catches it on the back and then it hits the floor as Ryolu goes inside it and it shakes once it shakes twice and then breaks over and comes out he's still on one knee and he's still panting but he looks like he is ready to go next up is Felix Okay,
2: so Chuck is not happy. The bunny is right up in my grill.
1: The Ryolu is how far away, would you say? About the same distance. I reckon they're about five to ten feet away.
2: But the Shinx is still out of range. Okay. Um, I'm genuinely not sure what to do here. Because really, all all I've got is a sonic boom. But if I hit that Ryolu, it's definitely going to be dead. And I definitely know Chris
1: wants it. (laughs) does Felix want a Raiolu because he's got no loyalty to
2: no Chuck he doesn't I think what will happen is so seeing that Chuck seems really quite intent on catching this Raiolu Felix just turns his attention to the Bunnery and he instructs Duke to do a growl at the uh, at the Bunnery so they've got to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, that is a 14. So, yeah, so that's, that's fine. So that passes, but as a bonus action, I shout for Duke to go for a quick attack. Okay. Nice. So that makes it a 21 in total to hit. Okay, so that,
1: that hits. Yeah. 1d4 damage. Uh, I do a mighty 2 damage. <laughs> Okay, so after the failed Growl attack, Duke on your command just bends down and just goes at this Benari quicker than the Benari can sort of like cope with and it uh, takes a, a shoulder to the to the stomach and the Benari sort of gets knocked backwards, but it doesn't seem too affected by the attack. Cool. So next up is the Raiolu. He is... Uh, he's not looking good at all and he is going to hold his attack and he is gonna uh hold it back and he's not gonna do anything okay next up is the Baneri now the bernary its focus is purely on duke at the moment it took that quick attack and it was like mate nah nah <laughs> not having that and it is going to use the move Frustration. Oh. it's <laughs> Usually quite a hard-hitting move. So that is an 18. Yeah, that hits. Uh, and then it's going to do four damage. Cool. So uh, the Binary sort of like grabs its, both of its ears and just gives them a squeeze, pulling them over its face, <laughs> gets itself <laughs> all worked up, and then just jumps over to Duke and just pounds it with each fist and then jumps backwards again so it's still about 10 feet away about five to ten feet away um, but it gets a solid hit on duke okay back to chuck
0: not a lot else chuck can do he's conscious of knocking out the really Riolu, so he's going to go for another pokeball okay Trying to seal the deal nat 20.
2: oh nice i should hope that works
1: the pokeball flies through the air it Ryolu goes straight inside it and as it hits the ground it just clicks straight away. Ah,
0: fucking finally some good luck. Yes. Beautiful. Right, he so said let's let's try and see what that fucking thing uh, in the ground we've is. We still got then.
1: the baneri to get go through first. So Yeah. Let's get there out of the way. Uh, so next up is Felix.
2: Okay, cool. So seeing Chuck catches Ryolu, knowing that's kind of out of the immediate vicinity of any potential destruction i shout for duke
1: to go for a sonic boom so baneri makes her con save that one
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah that definitely fails
1: okay uh how what does this what does this sonic boom look like
2: yeah, so shout for Duke to go for another sonic boom. And akin to the last one, it's more ju- using its tails. So it, uh, rather than jumping up and slamming, it's just kind of spinning its tails around like a propeller, just slamming into the ground faster and faster until it eventually gets up to the point where it just lets out a massive sonic boom. It smashes straight
1: into the Bonaeri. OK, the Boneri takes the hit and it flies backwards towards the rock where it was digging earlier. Hits the rock and then lands in the hole where the Pokeball is that you were looking. It's looking pretty battered, but it's still still awake. It's not knocked out, but it is it's struggling. Cool.
2: Can I follow that up with a quick attack then, just as a, as a bonus action? Uh, sure.
1: <laughs> Sweet.
2: That's an 11, but I don't think that'll
1: hit. Yeah, so that misses, but you do get a lot closer to the Venneri, so your Duke is now, like, right on top yeah, of it. Cool. Uh, so next up is the Benary it is it's it's really hurt it doesn't know what it's going to do and it's just going to it's going to hold back its action for now Chuck you're up okay
0: Chuck turns to Felix and says what do you want to do about this Benary do you want to try and catch it
2: Felix just says no I'm not I'm not too too I want to find out what it was doing okay great Uh,
0: in that case Shinx let's go for a tackle attack
1: okay and that one i've used all my luck so shinks yeah what does it look like oh but using its inspired
0: point it tries again so it stumbles at first
1: oh my god you're know, not <laughs> what a waste of it
0: <laughs> so it stumbles at first it Gets up to its feet Tries again And then just uh, like I don't even know It falls in the hole I did not see the hole but As it was about to run And it just falls in the hole
1: Okay Beautiful Fe- Felix You're up You're pretty much Right on top of this area at this point
2: Yeah but so is the uh, So is Shinx now as well Isn't it So uh, I can't really go for a growl
0: yeah, I don't know if it made it Very far to be honest I don't know
2: it, Well it's up to, to Coates Coates is it
1: is it within 20 feet? Definitely within 20 feet. Shit, it's fallen okay. in the hole that Boneri's also sitting in.
2: Right. <laughs> so they're all in there. Okay. let um, do it. So, I oh, know. They're, they're all going to be in the same thing. So I will go for. I will tell Duke to do another growl on the Boneri. Yep. So, yeah, give me a wisdom save. 17. Yeah, that passes. So I'll go for a quick attack as bonus action. Uh, that's 22
1: to hit. So because the Baneri held back its attack, it's going to use uh, one reaction to use baby doll eyes. And it's going to make you re-roll uh, and in- impose disadvantage on your attack roll. Okay, right. So that is a 12 second time round. Oh, that misses. Mmm. Oh, damn. So misses again with a quick attack. Benary's held its own. So um, the Benary looks up at Duke with these giant watering eyes as it just... It's trying to impel you to not attack it because it's so hurt and it just looks so sorry for itself. It's like a little (laughs) baby rabbit in a hole, weak (laughs) and defenceless. And Duke just sort of sees it and he goes for the quick attack and then just just sort of st- stops and puts his arms by his side and it's uh, it's actually quite out of character for the uh, grumpy duke but uh yeah <laughs> so next up is the Beneri uh, and the Baneri sees duke stop and it's just gonna use a pound attack it's like oh, i've got you now boy <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's so weak that it tries it and it just it can't even get out of the hole it, it goes <laughs> for the attack and then it just it just falls backwards and it just it can't really move
0: so are Shinx and Beneri in the hole right now
1: yeah Shinx and B'nary <laughs> still in the hole okay <laughs> Chuck you're up
0: okay alright it tells uh, Cobalt to try and get out of the hole and tackle the B'nary
1: out of the hole 15 and that'll hit 7 uh, yeah, that binary gets knocked the fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so you just see, you just see like, the binary fly out the hole and the Shinx chasing after it.
1: Okay, so what? So Shinx, like, just tackles in, it just flies out the hole. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Hits the ground with a thud.
1: Okay, and you're out of initiative. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So let's deal with the Ryolu first. So, Chris, uh, Chuck. You have caught a male Riolu. It is level two. Yep. Yeah. And it has rash nature. Ooh, okay. It has 28 HP. Oof. It has the ability Inner Focus. And it knows Endure, Faint, Quick Attack, and Counter. Current HP? Uh, eight. So because both of you fought one of the Pokemon each, uh, i'm going to award each of your pokemon 560 xp but chuck because you caught the Ryolu, you get an extra 112 so chuck after catching Ryolu, which is a level two that actually levels you up to level three nice uh, so you still only have three poker slots so you can only carry three at a time okay. you've got plus two proficiency bonus the same but we can up your current hp so you do a 1d8 plus your constitution modifier actually.
0: yeah i rolled a six
1: so you plus the so three nine so you're on, nine, so you're on 27, HP. 27 you also leveled up your cobalt to level three Yep. yeah um but it gets stab increase at level three, so next time you do a stab attack, or if you ever get to do a stab attack, uh, you'll get your plus one stab. That's good. Okay. I just need an electric move. Unfortunately, Felix, you've got nothing yet, but your time will come. There's plenty of time to level up.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty set for a while now. We'll see.
1: Right. Uh. So, we're... All done there. So the Baneri's gone and you are free to go over and look in the hole.
2: Cool. So Felix is very eager to get over to see what is what this Pokeball is. If it's Yeah, a... go on. So, yeah. Get your head in there. So yeah, uh, Felix goes in and gets on his hands and knees, um, sort of dislodges the soil that was all kicked up during that fight and uh, grabs the Pokeball.
1: Okay, so you pick up the Pokeball... And it feels incredibly light. Okay, like it's just a normal Pokeball. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and you can add one Pokeball to your inventory. Ah, <laughs> oh, you—that's so mean. There uh, is yeah. an off chance, but I thought I was being—I just- thought I was being nice. I was giving you a free <laughs> Pokeball. What are you on about? Yeah. I didn't even think about putting something in it, but hey ho, may- maybe in the future.
0: I thought it was going to be like a fossil, or I don't know. Nope, it
1: Felix was literally is, uh... just a Pokeball. You're on Route One. I'm not going to start giving you Pokemon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: not even like an Aerodactyl or that.
2: Felix is a little bit disappointed that it is just a Pokeball, and, and the fact that he's given up potentially quite a you know powerful Pokemon to uh, to his friend. But at the same time, the uh, the thrill of the mystery kind of absolves those fears.
1: <laughs> nice, well, I'm glad he feels all right about it cause uh I'd have been seething if I lost that rhyola. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you for listening right to the end, and we hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. Don't forget you can follow us on social media at m d a d five e follow like, share, and retweet If you could also leave us a review, especially if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it would really help us out. We'll be back with episode four next week, so stay tuned. you will not want to miss that one. Trust me. See you next time!